anyway, so, we're doing a show. There's a show. <laughs> it's about Star Trek. It's about uh, this specific <laughs> show within Star Trek. We gave our show a very general name, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. We, we did. shouldn't have done that. No, we shouldn't, we shouldn't have done that. Like, yeah, we, actually, I think we can still rename it because we don't have oh, a sure. .com or anything. No. I didn't even think of that until just now. <laughs> Fuck it. Uh, let's make it a thing on the show. Let's rename the show. Okay. Uh, people can write in uh, if they give a shit if we rename the show or not. <laughs> Something <laughs> clever to do with Enterprise because that's what we're doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. We'll think about um, it. We'll think about it. We are Star Trek stuff at gmail.com. We are Star Trek Stuff Podcast, or Star Trek Stuff Podcast at Instagram. Podcast? Podcast. <laughs> Listen, it's a podcast. Um, <laughs> Welcome to Star Trek Stuff with Anne. That's why I have masturbation questions. <laughs> and Adam. Square jaw, Chad bro guy. Featuring 20% more volume. Oh, I hate this episode. <sighs> I didn't hate it. Okay, here's what happened when I first saw it. Mm -hmm. I couldn't remember it afterwards. <laughs> right. Audie's like, have you seen the the next episode? What, what what was the next episode like? And I was like, um, and all I could think of was the Space Cops episode from before it. Right. That's all I could think about. I could not remember this episode. Because <laughs> like, it's forgettable. A day after watching it. <laughs> yeah. So this time, I paid more attention. I thought about it, and I was like, you know, this does have original series vibe. Yes. You know, there's there's a lot of original series DNA in this. Sure. There was actually an episode in TOS where Bones forgets his communicator. <laughs> right, right. On a pre-warp planet somewhere. I mm -hmm. can't remember the episode. It's called A Piece of the I, Action. Yeah. Oh, the one, yeah, with the mobsters. The, the gangster, yeah. That was it. It's like, it's kind of based on a offhand bit mm -hmm. from... TOS. I mean, I can't really hate on it. I mean, nobody is terrible in this mm -hmm. archer's not even that bad in this there is a reason for this episode okay that absolutely must happen but it's dumb and it could have been done better <laughs> that's all i'm saying <laughs> okay as we talk about it i want to uh find out what that is like, okay don't tell me okay so i'm you, you've got me intrigued so uh yeah so let's uh plow through this A shuttle is coming up from a planet. Hoshi, Ahab, and Reed are like, you know, flying up to the ship and docking. And they all come, get out of the thing, and they're like, oh, oh that was really hard. You know, they came back from their trip into, like, history world. Feeling happy and consequence-free. You know, they're talking about architecture. We don't get to see that. A temple. We don't get to see that either. And hills. We don't get to see those either. Um, and, uh, Hoshi went on a mission. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, cool. Hoshi did a yeah. thing. And then they're like, well, we're just going to mention that. Yeah. This is the end of Hoshi's involvement. In Pretty this. much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just at the beginning going like, she was there. It was great. You, you should have you <laughs> seen it. Boy, did, did, did all y'all miss it. It was really cool. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Uh. 
<sighs> she does some quote, good tech stuff later, but that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. As they're taking off the six pack on your forehead makeup, Reed is like, I want to write the report to Starfleet because he's ambitious. And through the discussion, we find out it's a pre-warp species in a very precarious tactical situation. And basically they're saying there's either like about to be a war or there's like a war going on. They're not really clear at this point. Yeah, Reed's real stoked about doing the homework. Dork. I love how the makeup comes off. Yeah. I completely love this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. TNG and onward, we get, oh, they've been surgically altered. And with this, it's just like, yeah, Fox just like... Slap something on there. (laughs) Made prosthetic shit from early 2000s television and just kind of stuck it on, man. It just peels right off. It's a beautiful thing. Yep. I love it. I know. He's like the, he's their makeup artist. We've been through his ridiculous list of degrees. Somewhere in those has to be uh, visual Uh, effects and makeup artist. Anesthetician. Wait, is that the term? Anesthetician? Yeah. uh, Someone who deals with skincare and makeup. That is different from a uh, dermatologist. Yes. Oh, yes. Very much so. Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. Dermatologists are like doctors, doctors, right? Yes. Okay. Nesthetician is someone you would go to if you're um, do dermabrasion or something like that, where it's very outpatient, just kind of something that helps your wrinkles or helps your acne or something like that. Mm-hmm. And this is, I think, the first time that we see the sexy blue rub down light room, but like <laughs> blue just light beefcake. <laughs> the blue light beefcake box. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is the first time we see the blue light beefcake box without, without any beefcake. Blue light, yeah, exactly, yeah. They did, yeah. They're just Flox is like, nah, you're good, you're fine, you're good, everything's fine, everything's fine. Uh, how 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 those foreheads work out for you? <laughs> he doesn't say that. I don't know why he doesn't, but he. No, I don't, I don't know. know. It does look like a little tiny six pack on their forehead, though. It kind of does. Yeah. It it looks like a trills six pack. Uh huh. Because they have the same With the dots. dots on the side, yeah. Yeah, yeah. they've got the same, the, the trill dots on the side, which they mm-hmm. did with just makeup, and then they just stuck like the... The prosthetic on, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, if you're used to the sexy blue rubdown room mm-hmm. being the sexy blue rubdown room, and then you're mm-hmm. just in there, and like the lights never go down, and it's fine. Right. Is it like being in the club during the day? Yes. <laughs> yes. It's just all, all the magic out of it. Yes. Somebody's sweeping the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody else is taking out the trash. It's just yep. like, yeah, it, this really is just like, just a big room. Yeah. Isn't it? You can see okay. all the, the flaws, dust on everything. You can see the dust and grime on the top shelf shit that nobody orders. And all the really high lights. Call it a night. The part is over. And tomorrow starts the same old thing. As they're unloading their gear, you know, their actual, like, the technology that they brought along with them, Reed says that the speaker at the political rally that they went to reminded him of Winston Churchill. I'm Winston Churchill. And that's when he realizes he left his communicator on the planet. He was just thinking, like, oh, such a wonderful leader. So glad he starved all those people in Bangladesh. Yeah. Millions of people stopped. Uh-huh. Oh, sir, what a glorious leader. Yeah, and let that entire town in, in northern England be destroyed. <laughs> Every single person there dead. 
But he did make speeches about how Hitler was bad, sir. Both things can be true. Also, kudos to Winston Churchill for just being shit hammered all the time. All the time. Just being <laughs> the drunkest yeah. Englishman, yeah. which is a feat. In and of itself. That is amazing. Mate, you're really, 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 really drunk. You know what I noticed in this scene is, hmm. um, Reed, well, all their outfits, really. But uh, yeah. Reed has this sick leather vest. <laughs> yeah, it's like a brown leather vest. And uh-huh. I hate vests. I cannot figure out <laughs> the purpose of a vest. No, me at neither. all. Like no. as an object, I can't figure it out. I love this particular vest though, and I want one. <laughs> and I just saw that Voyager episode where they uh, they they find the Ferengi. You remember that one? Yes. And it was one of those episodes where they're wearing like cheap shitty Renfair clothes and everyone has <laughs> yeah. vests for some reason uh-huh. it's orange and yellow vests uh-huh. as far as the eye can see which happens a lot on these planets yes yes I don't know why why does vest equal up and coming society <laughs> they're quick and easy to make that is the biggest reason, because basically it's just a back and the front, and you just sew them up, you know, at the shoulders and at the sides. There's no arms to put on, and very little measurement has to go into it. It's it's quick and easy sewing. But I still can't figure out the reason. <laughs> like For vests in existence, I don't know. Like, there's yeah, no well, reason for vests, really. But as far as wanting to make a costume um, a little more layered, a little more, have a little more depth to it, adding a vest is very fast. Okay, because I guess what I'm picturing is a uh, costume designer has on a dress form, whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, here's here's their shirts. They're vaguely puffy and piratey, and I don't right. know. And then the director's going like, eh. It needs something else. And they go, vest? And they go, yeah, 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 sure. Vest. Well, it's more like they put the costume together and they're like, that looks exactly like the ones that we had in this episode or that are on that show or whatever. And they're like, how can we make it a little bit different? How can we make it look uh, more in tune with whatever they're trying to do? And they add a vest because that's quick and easy. Okay. And you don't have to like line a vest either doesn't have to have buttons it oh okay yeah you know what i'm saying it's just it's super fast for someone in the wardrobe department to pull something out of their butt and go hey look it looks different than extra number four that is the beauty of fashion yeah so at this point when he realizes he left the communicator on the planet is when we have the dun 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 go to the intro music that we hate (laughs) we love it it's the best thing it's the best <laughs> song ever. Sometimes we make it. Sometimes we fake it. We'll get one step closer each and every day. Figure it out on the way. Anyway, I will say that these vests much better than the ones in Voyager. Although you can tell that these are very cheaply put together, like, you know, fast costumes for everybody. Because the, there's that, like, band that goes, like, across the shoulder neck area that, like, goes around each arm and then around the front of the neck, like, a- along the collarbone. Yeah, there's a weird thing. Like, what the fuck is that? They look ridiculous. Something. There's no personal style. It's kind of a good idea because it's a little bit different, but it's not so wacky that it, like... yeah keeps drawing your eye but i did notice yeah they've got this sort of 
um low halo thing yeah <laughs> it like it goes from the sh- each you know shoulder to shoulder across the front of their neck and it's it's not really like a necklace because it goes around their arms underneath their arms too it's it's really odd it's i get i think it's just i think it was just a last minute ooh we can do this kind of thing from the wardrobe department yeah, shit. I mean, why not? <laughs> kind of poor. Dressing what you have around. I'm so they are very primitive, rubbish people. Kind of, yeah. We come back from the song, <laughs> looking for it in the trash, in the decon room, inside the shuttle, outside the shuttle. And here's my favorite kind of stupid thing in this episode. When you see, okay, you see Reed, and he's looking through the trash can, he's looking behind things, you know, and stuff like that, and then um, Hoshi's inside the shuttle, and she's, like, poking, you know, pushing her hand around, and, like, looking on the floor, and, like, logical things, right? Mm -hmm. And then they show Ahab looking for it, and he's walking around the outside of the shuttle, looking at the side of the shuttle. He's not looking (laughs) under the shuttle, he's directly looking at the side of the shuttle, and I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? I, ch- I checked all the Velcro pads right. on the on side. On the side, of the sh- outside of the ship. It's, oh my God. It's <laughs> amazing. It's so weird. Because like, if, if you were him, you would get down on your hands and knees or lay on your back and you'd like look, use a flashlight to look under it. Because like if it fell down and it like spun on, you know, on the concrete and like it kind of slid under there. But he's looking at the side <laughs> of the shuttle. Which is just, it's completely fucking stupid. That's awesome. (laughs) It's like you left your drink on the roof of your car (laughs) and you've been driving for like two hours and then like you pull over, you check the roof. It's like, no, man, it's (laughs) It's gone. It's not going to be there. (laughs) It's fucking gone. Oh, that's awesome. So weird. How fucking stupid and blissfully hopeful is that just like it's yeah, kind of it's, it's, we probably just set it on the wing <laughs> and we took off and went through the through atmosphere space, into yeah. space and, but it's still sitting on the wing <sighs> holy shit that's awesome and he and he God, asks fucking idiot. yeah he's he asks reed like you know the what when, when was the last time you had it thing which is one of those things when people ask you and you're all pissed off because you lost something is like the last thing you want someone to say to you right because you're just like fuck i don't know god damn it it's lost you know um but it's true it's one of those things that is actually highly useful so where was the last place you had it and it's like fucking man if i could remember that i'd know where the fucking thing was exactly so Reed is positive that he either dropped it or somebody picked his pocket. Obviously, here's the here's the episode. He forgot his cell phone and they got to go back. Yeah. I love this premise. Yeah. I love this premise because it has to have been based in like a real life like, oh, I, I forgot my phone. And then somebody goes, oh, wait a second. <laughs> Maybe there's something in that. <laughs> well, and, what if and you that's... forget your phone in the worst place possible? And and that's what McCoy does in that in that old episode. His brain is gone. I think that's where they got the premise for this episode. Uh, I think that was on the uh, thingy that was on X-Ray, which is now a thing where we watch episodes. On Paramount, yeah. Paramount slash Amazon. and On a worldwide system called the Internet. Um, so Hoshi no- knows a way to narrow down the search for the communicator. Basically, she's going to ping it. You know, she's going to use Where's My Phone app. <laughs> Find my phone. Then they're all at Hoshi's station on the bridge using that app 
to like narrow it down and she gets down to two kilometers and Ahab's like can we make it smaller than that and I'm like you know what bitch find your own goddamn phone hey it's worse than that and I want to pin this because of what happens in a second Mm -hmm. his line is can't you do a little better yeah that's just like a dick thing to say that's the kind of boss he is though yeah can't you do a little better Uh not not like can we narrow it any closer to that than there you go are are you able to narrow it any right right something like that can't you do any better? Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Suck at this. That's, that's Ahab for you. God, fuck. <laughs> anyway, pin that because so when they decide, okay, we're going to go back and go get your fucking cell phone, yeah. they, they, get, they get the makeup on again, right. which they don't show. But, you know, they're like, okay, we're going to need Dr. Fox again. So they get the makeup back on. They're in the shuttle, and it's just Reed and Archer. Uh-huh. And Reed's like, oh, uh, really, really fucked up. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. Yeah. Oh, oh, no. Fucking hell. And then uh, Archer's like, oh, it's fine. It could have happened to anybody. <laughs> it's just an accident. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. Mm-hmm. He's like on Hoshi's ass. Like, Can't you do better than it, this? But it, then Reed it's fine. forgets mm-hmm. his fucking phone yeah. on a primitive planet mm-hmm. and offers to be reprimanded. And Archer's like, no, bro, it's cool. Exactly. Fuck yeah. you, man. I want to I wanna make sure that we cover something, though. Because back on the bridge, uh, there's this moment where T'Pol is like, it's crucial that we retrieve that technology. We can't give that to a pre-warp culture. And you just know that before they went down on that planet, she was like, please don't go down there. Please don't go down there. Please. <laughs> it's a, it's really a bad idea. I, I don't think you should go down there. Please don't. Definitely. This is exactly She's what like, happens. It's just one of these planets. It's fine. It's, it's just one of these planets. Yeah. You know, they're at this stage. It's just keep moving. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. And Archer, you know uh-huh. it. He was, he was like, "We're gonna go down there. We gotta man. see it." Because he thinks everything is a goddamn amusement park. He does. Everything's a you know a learning experience, not a, an incredibly dangerous life and death kind of situation. <laughs> you know, it's just like, God damn it, you <laughs> asshole. Everything uh, works out for me because I'm a well-connected white guy. White man. Yeah, exactly. He's like, oh Jesus. So anyway, uh, Hoshi narrows it down to a two-block radius, and Reed sees the screen, and he's like, oh, that's you know, that's like that square that we were in with the statues, which is something we'll never see. And <laughs> so his, com- you know, he's like, oh, my communicator must have slipped out of my pocket while we were in the tavern. And, dude, we've all been there. You know, I can't tell you how many cell phones I've picked up and put at the bar and somebody's, you know, like, did you find a phone? I did that in the middle of the street recently. Oh, God. Found a phone in the middle of the street. Wow. And just picked it up and was like, yeah, they'll be back in a minute. And I was just hanging around <laughs> yeah. outside. Yeah. And then the two women were running around frantically just going, <laughs> I don't, I don't and one of them's calling it. And I was like, hey, it's over here. Like, it didn't even <laughs> ring yet. It's like, I got it. It's fine. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> Downtown Athens, people get shit hammered uh-huh. and lose their shit. It's fine. Everywhere, yep. Athens, Georgia, red clay, all night parties, loud bands, cheap, cheap rents. Yeah, so they are flying down, down to the planet, and they polarize the whole plating, and somehow that makes them invisible. I don't know. Whatever. This episode sucks. <laughs> um, <laughs> there was some line like, oh, well, um, 
if we do this vector, yeah. uh, well, we'll yeah. be below their eye. We, whatever. They, they won't see us. Yeah, somehow. Yeah. And then they show the thing landing, and it's just like up in the sky mm -hmm. and landing in some <laughs> right. woods in full view of a giant city with lights <laughs> exactly. and shit everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. What are you? What are you talking about? <laughs> he didn't come in low. No. You know, just like, just like over the hill look. and then land. <laughs> You just Jesus went Christ. down. Uh-huh. Yeah. You, you were up and then you went down. That was mm -hmm. it. Nothing I nothing really it. stealthy about that, dude. Anyway. We'll we'll get to that later, but that comes back to bite them later. Good. I, I really wish that that line hadn't been there, that they had just been dumb fucks. And just been, not <laughs> just even landed, thought of that. Yeah. And been like, well, this is going to go land and get the phone. That's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I love, one, that... He left it in a bar. Yes. Two, I love this bar. Really? Yeah, I kind of love it. Okay. I, I have a thing for like tiny hangout spots. Oh, I love, oh God, yeah, me too. No, I, yeah, okay. here's the problem I have with this bar though, okay? I, I'm, I'm not that weird. I'm glad to hear Oh, that. no, no, I love dive bars. Um, but everything and everyone in this place is the same color. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everything is like a muddy, dark beige there is so little color variation in this scene that the woman walking by with slightly auburn hair sticks out. <laughs> but even her hair is in the same color family as the rest of the scene. Like, everything is one color. There's a lot it's of that really drab weird. olive kind of... Yeah, yeah. And sort of... Dark, like light brown yeah. slash dark beige. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I, I I got it. Like I thought, um, I thought of at least one place here in Athens where I was like, "That's like at the Manhattan. Everything is sort of dark oh, red, yeah. <laughs> dark brown yeah. and dark red. Everything is that color. I love it." The tavern itself is kind of vaguely Germanic European. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. The carved chairs and the fake stone walls and the high-backed booth seating. You know. Adding to that, you see these soldiers that are sitting at like a table and stuff, and they mm -hmm. have. World War II-ish olive drab yeah. uniforms. The the brown shirts, basically. You just immediately get the vibe of Europe World War II-ish. Yes. yes. It just communicates yep, yep, yep. that really quickly. So I'll, I'll, mm -hmm. I will definitely give that also to this set, that they yeah. kind of make that point. They're like, eh, put yourself about here. Yeah. That's about where the society is at. So they sit down in a booth, in the booth that they were in before, and Reed looks like, you know, I'm everywhere for the for the communicator. Where are you? The bartender comes by and he's like, oh, oh. And he asks after Hoshi in somewhat, somewhat, but not entirely sleazy way. This is like 100% true to life. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a, dudes are like, where's, where's that chick you were with? It can be so much worse. Where's oh, that, yeah. Where's that hottie? Where's yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Where, where is she? Was she your girlfriend? She girlfriend? She be into me, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, this guy though, this bartender, uh -huh. I completely recognize him. There, there's so I many know. people in this episode, and he's definitely one of them. Yeah. Where I recognized him. I was like, oh, but I don't oh, know where totally from. Pulled yeah. up his IMDb. He's been in ten trillion things. Really. <laughs> nothing that I've seen. <laughs> So weird. No, he's been in every TV show that I have never seen. Never seen. <laughs> That's so weird. Uh, but 
But yeah, he suggests some kind of regional malt brew, you know, and Archer's like, okay. Um, he goes away and Reed starts, you know, continues scanning for the communicator. And he's oh. like, oh, it's, oh, go ahead. Sorry. And they are ridiculously suspicious in this yeah. whole thing. Yeah, They're no just shit. Like, looking around, like, big eyes, like, oh, yeah. And then just oh. kind of moving kind of carefully and, like, uh-huh. you could not look more, more suspicious. suspicious. Yeah. Than the way that they do in this episode. They mm. look like they are casing the joint. <laughs> yeah. They are so bad at this. They yeah. did this uh, the last episode where they were doing U.S. Marshals shit. Mm-hmm. They walk in and they're just clearly. Clearly cops. Uh, yeah, just obvious clearly. as fuck. Are we cops? <laughs> With this one, they could have just come in, sat down, acted normal. But they mm-hmm. just like, they're practically like uh, uh, cartoonishly tiptoeing in like. You yeah, know what I mean? like yeah. they're walking on their toes, and it's making making little boop 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 uh-huh. sounds like uh-huh. the old Pink Panther cartoons or something. It yep. is ridiculous. They're terrible. How <laughs> obvious they are in this. When Reed scans for the communicator, he finds that it's down a corridor farther away. It looks like a like a hallway bathroom area, and he says that he never went in there, so somebody found it. Um, and Ahab's like, well, let's wait until the people who are in the room come out and they try to go back into the tavern and the obviously bad guys in the extremely quickly done uniforms are waiting for them and proceed to beat them up in a very, you know, simple bar fight scene. Yeah. I love a good bar fight scene. I like that when they went to that bathroom, they went together. Yeah. (laughs) Right. And like uh-huh. that's that shouldn't be weird in some alien culture, but like right. it already got established from that bartender, like this is like a bro dude hangout. Totally. And like dudes don't do that. No. It'd be really weird to go to the bathroom at the same time. <laughs> it's just a thing. I don't I, I don't know why we're like this, but it's it's true. And so like they both go to like the bathroom at the same time after they've been like real suspicious looking. Uh-huh. And they both go to the other side, and then they both walk out. It's like, at minimum, you're just looking for a chance to, like, do cocaine. Yeah. There's, yeah. <laughs> there's, yeah. There's just nothing normal about them at all. What it's they're awesome. doing. Yeah. They're terrible. <laughs> so the bad guys, like, put gun to the, guns to their heads and lead them out of the most colorless tavern I've ever seen, besides, like, Kim and Kanye's house. Has no you, color. You know what I noticed during this? Mm. Archer has like uh, rock and roll black jeans on, <laughs> like kind of stonewashedy, like like not jet black, yeah, but like right, fairly stage ready black. Uh, oh, how funny! Kick ass jeans. Like I was like, dude, I want those jeans. Those are sick. <laughs> <laughs> Wear that at next gig, man. That rules. <laughs> he's totally. He's got it. Yeah, he has it. They are led to the chattiest Chad of all Chaddom. And I, for the rest of the episode, I just call him Chad number one because he's just the chattiest Chad. Um, he holds up the communicator and he's like, "Is this? does this belong to you? And they didn't say anything. And he's like, what is it? And Ahab's like, I don't know. I'm like, wow, man. Okay. I guess that's the fucking plan. I well, don't also, know. Also, when he asks, they just look super suspicious and guilty. Oh, God, I know. Like they couldn't have looked more guilty. Yeah, like they didn't even terrible try actors. To look at each other and go like, I don't know, do you know? I yeah. don't know, sir. Yeah. Like, they didn't even try that. It was no, just like, they didn't try oh, anything. shit, we got caught, looked down, yeah. and looked guilty. Uh-huh. 
<laughs> yep. Fuck, man. That's ter- they're terrible. Oh, it's awesome. It's Jesus it's Christ. like it's like they had a really like loose framework of a script, but didn't really tell the actors to do anything specific. Right. Like they were just like, here's the framework. Go. First, we need a historical event. Who's got an event? 9-11. James Contner is our director for this one, and he is a very experienced Trek director. Um, right, right. Off the top of my head, I don't remember, but I know that he had Trek credits before this, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Well, fuck it, man. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I hate this episode. It's a stupid episode. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Chad guy, though? You know who this is? Who? He is the voice of Raphael, the Ninja Turtle. <laughs> In the third Ninja Turtle movie. Okay. Which was so bad, like, even as a child, I skipped it. Because, like, I was like, nah, man, I think I'm done with this shit. Like, as a kid. <laughs> I was like, they're going to go back in time and become samurais? Man, man oh, I, I'm, okay. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. What are skateboards? Yeah, I never, I never really got into Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I think it was, like, just past the time that I was into cartoons yeah yeah you know what i mean like it was i was just past being old enough to really dig it so it was like if i had been born in 78 instead of 75 it would have been my thing but otherwise i'm like mm, you know i, I don't know because i was fun. born in 81 and i was done with it by that point <laughs> well yeah so I think, there we go I think, I think i think that, that one missed <laughs> you by miles like that's yeah uh, yeah <laughs> I'm not trying to call you old. I'm just saying, like, no, shit was, there's always like, there's always some dumb fucking kid product out, and you know. For, oh for no, whatever. I was totally guessing. I was just like, well, I don't know, seventy eight, you know, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, have, I have no idea, no, no clue. You were like way too old for that <laughs> shit. That shit was fucking ridiculous. We are entirely listener supported and want to avoid corporate ads. So please sign up to support us at patreon.com slash Star Trek stuff. You can always leave a tip at paypal.me slash Star Trek stuff. And write a note if you have a small business or charity you'd like to promote with your donation. Thanks for your support. When Samurai Raphael is showing them all their stuff... Mm-hmm. Why'd they bring that? Well, they brought their communicators, obviously, because they, you know, they need to, but they only needed one communicator. Right. Um, then they brought the scanners because they need to scan for the communi- the lost communicator. Right. And they had a phaser because they're idiots. I don't know. Why bring the phaser? There you was know? other shit, too. I feel like there was like a couple more. I feel like there was a couple more well, objects they had two that of kept everything. coming. And I was just like, bro, what? Yeah. why did you bring all that shit? Yeah. Yeah, no shit. So yeah, Chad number one is like, Go to the general and save some time. And then there's standard threats, and they're taken away to an uncertain doom. You know, <laughs> it's basically. I mean, it's it's such a basic premise. They're pulling them away, and they did something interesting with the weapons, like standard guns. So like, it wasn't interesting, but it was. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's interesting to people that are like into guns, because what they did was they took MP5s, which they made in like the '60s, originally. And there, mm-hmm. it's uh, the only reason I know about this gun is because it's in every like war video game. Ah, but like the more modern ones, like I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. oh, that's that gun from uh, the World War II game. No, that was an MP4. It's a different thing. But what they did was they <laughs> took the MP5, right? And then mm-hmm. it, was, it was a German gun, but like not World War II, but like like after that. Yeah. And then they stuck um, 1940s magazines on it, like the big 
Tommy gun like circular thingies. Are you talking are about the handguns or the no. larger guns that they have later? No, the larger guns. The the handguns okay. they were just okay. like here's a handgun. Fuck you. They they did yeah, exactly. They, they gave no shits about that. They were, they didn't even exactly. try. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> but the larger guns, they were like, okay, well, like let's take these 1960s we'll guns gun together. and then. Yeah put the 1940s uh, magazine thing to where it kind of looks like Dick Tracy, Tommy guns on it. And then, because this is sci-fi, we need a big, giant silver barrel on the end of it. Mm -hmm. Like a big foam thump thing. So it's real stupid looking. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, I don't know. I think that I'm I'm not like a gun person, but I I kept thinking like somebody who's really into that, I I think that would make their heads explode. Yeah, probably. Anything to make it look a little different enough, but still evoke the same kind of like response. You know what I mean? Like mental response. Yeah. Like, oh, that's an older gun. Like old face pistols. So back on the ship, Trip is using his Florida man psychic abilities and he's like, something's wrong. T'Pol decides to try and call them. No response. But then they trace the call, find the phone. Trip is like, oh, they're 30 kilometers from the tavern. And I'm like, how the fuck did you know? There is no instrumentation on the panel that shows you mileage. (laughs) Nothing. It's just a picture of the city. How do you know that? We just kind of guess. Very annoying. You know? Yeah. Early Starfleet, Mm -hmm. we're just kind of winging it. 30, 30 miles. Wait, did they say Fucking miles? Amazing. They're not even doing kilometers? No, they, he said kilometers. Oh, no, okay. he said kilometers. Okay, okay. Yeah. Kilometers. yeah, they say kilometers in this episode for some reason. Okay. And and the shuttle is fine. It hasn't been discovered yet, or it hasn't been moved yet. Um, so they discuss the options, and of course they put it all on Hoshi again to isolate their bio signs. So so that's that's pretty much her job is to save the day on a computer for this episode in this situation nook and they're all like you know okay we're gonna whatever (laughs) yeah it doesn't occur to anyone anyone at all Uh uh-huh that they can just beam the equipment out even if Uh they're still eh, about beaming up people which again they can beam the equipment out the equipment Uh can be safely beamed out zero problem there's a big hole there hang on there's a fight going on oh shit you too what the I don't have anything to throw at them. <laughs> Knock it off. So we get an early 2000s computer image of a military compound with what looks like woods and fields around it. Thing is, Hoshi said that there was more than 100k people around that area, but there's nothing you can't see anything other than the complex. So it's like Whatever. If you're not going to pull it off, like, cut the line. Bad writing is basically what it is. It's just bad writing. <laughs> From a story by Brandon and Braga. What? And Andre um, Broma whatever, who also yeah. wrote other terrible shit that we've watched. Well, it's like, it's like they just sent, spent no time checking over this script. Like, they, like, just shat it out and were like, it's another episode, keep going. That's what happens when your writers are your showrunners. Mm-hmm. You got to have somebody yeah. going like, uh-uh, like, wait, 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 yeah. wait, D- hold on, and and pointing out you these kind of errors. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. really, nobody, they, they didn't even bother making up bullshit about why the transporter wouldn't work to retrieve their mm-hmm. gear. Didn't even no. occur to them. 
Mm-hmm. Like you're watching an episode of I don't know. I think Voyager is actually really really guilty of this, but like TNG sometimes too. Yeah. There's the obvious solution, and they and then you're watching it, and they're having some problem. And you're like, why don't you just use a transporter? And then somebody goes, use a transporter. And then Ensign Kim is is like, we can't because of the plurality exactly. radiation. I don't, you make something right, up, and it's right. whatever. That's the show. It's fine. It's a one line thing. <laughs> just do that for fuck's sake. Yeah. It just, it just didn't even occur to them. <sighs> It yeah. just didn't even occur to them. I'm sure of it. But yeah, so we get this computer image of a military compound. Of course, it's this huge complex of buildings from the looks of it, but we need, we never see anything actually like that. So whatever. We go to a prison set where Ahab and Reed are sitting in a cell and Reed is rubbing his feet, which gross. <laughs> I'm just going to call those Tarantino shots. Uh, yeah, no shit. <laughs> Um, and he's like wondering if the guards will bring him Epsom salts. I'm like, whatever, man. Who asked for Reed's feet? Nobody. On, on what request sheet? No. The studio's like, okay, you know, show's doing all right. Um, it's mm. kind of getting slow to take off, and and 9/11 just happened, so everyone's just watching the news yeah. uh, instead of instead of our show. Um, we're thinking what we need is uh, Dominic's feet. Just really get in there. Like, yeah. we want to see Look, what's under And not toenails. just the tops of the feet, not even the tops of the feet, but the underside <laughs> between his toes. <laughs> what? Anyway. This is, um, this, this, so, this is the second episode in a row where there's been a foot thing. Yeah. Because remember yeah. Uh, that last episode when uh, that one guy was like, mm, don't burn them pretty feet. Mm. <laughs> Prince's tiny feet. If my squaw wants her man to wear a ball gag and play it rough, then by golly, you are in for a whooping, Missy. Yeah, read bitches. And what uh, the only reason his dialogue is there is to remind the audience of what's going on. Like, that's the only reason he talks. He's like, yeah, our community, you know, not only did we lose one communicator, but we lost these other ones, and this is happening, and that's happening. And I'm like, Thank you, Captain Obvious. <laughs> you know, you could have had some kind of other dialogue besides this. Not the only scene where that happens, too, where it's just like, here's mm-hmm, the thing mm-hmm. that is going on. And I'm just like, right. we're eating time, aren't we? Know. We know. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, Reed suggests telling them the truth, and Ahab is like, no, that's dumb. Um, <laughs> so then, then Chad, number one, comes in with his minions, and they're led out. And I'm sit- I'm just sitting there looking at their costumes going, dude, at least the Nazis had Hugo Boss, you know? I mean, <laughs> god damn. Ugh. It does look a bit community theater, doesn't it? Ugh, it really does. Really, really. Ugh. I mean, the sets, the costumes, they definitely ran out of money when doing this episode. No money. They're taken to this room where it's like a table and two chairs and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And the general is there and he's like fondling a phaser. And they're put down in the chairs and um, the general's like, I heard to Paul's message, you know, and, and Ahab's like, yeah, I'm the captain. And this guy is obviously King Chad. He's super fucking condescending and you know, he starts asking for specifics about the communicator and the scanner and all that. And then we are treated to the fakest looking punch I have ever seen. Oh God. Like, it was it was like sixties Batman oh, punch. It's bad. It's really bad. 
I tell you what, though, I'm surprised that that was your assessment of this guy because I thought I was like, why did they get Teddy Bear General? Yeah, in this moment, he's King Chad. Um, later on, he's more like a little more two, two or three dimensional. But in this particular opening scene where you first meet him, he's very like, you know, like I guess you're a captain of a boat. Oh, you know, like he's really just a dick. See, for no reason. It's it's on the page, but I didn't see it ah. in the delivery or in the casting. Like, I'm not calling the guy bad, but it's like, if your lieutenant guy, who was uh, mm-hmm. Samurai Raphael, uh, is <laughs> all angles and, like, square jaw, Chad yeah. bro guy, and then his boss uh, looks like Charlie <laughs> Mustard from, uh, yeah. <laughs> from fucking jittery joes you know who's right who's a, a sort of a local celebrity sorry sorry um but a, a, just sort of a kind-faced individual it just yeah. falls yeah. flat like i'm not yeah. more scared now that we've been right. to see right the general right. it's like yeah you need somebody walking in holding a cigarette between their you know thumb and forefinger you know saying we will make you talk you know that kind of shit like a, a grizzled uh, scarred up, scarred, bad yeah, motherfucker, general. and they just got this yeah. fucking teddy bear. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> they did. Bro, they really did. I'm not worried yeah. about this dude like at all. Yeah, that's the guy that you cast to to let you off the hook. Exactly. You, you this is the guy that's going to get them out of jail. Yeah, and he says something really odd too because he's like, "I don't want to harm you, but I need you to cooperate." I'm like, "What? That's a weird thing to say." Yeah. Like I get that they're kind of trying to say to you to the audience okay this is kind of a world war ii kind of situation but what side are these guys on because is he like a nazi or is he one of the allied nations because he keeps saying he calls the other side you know the bad their bad guys the alliance so that makes me veer nazi but he's also kind of sympathetic so like what you know, where are they in this scenario? Or are they just supposed to be kind of, you know, either or? Because, you know, war is bad. There's got to be at least one other Trek episode where this happens, where they're on a planet and there's factions warring and someone's called right. the Alliance. And I want to oh, say yeah. it's either the one with Tasha Yar's sister. Right. Where the other side is the alliance, or they're the alliance. Right, right, right. Or the alliance. Or it's that one where there was like a terrorist attack at that outdoor mall, and like right. Beverly Crusher got uh, kidnapped. Got got by the yeah by the terrorists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the or there's the one guy or whatever. What was the two sides in the the one where Chakotay like got assimilate, got kind of you know. Uh, oh. radicalized was that the alliance all, that he was on the side of i can't remember all now. i remember is their weird slang that's all i remember exactly I, I, exactly I remember the fucking teams in that one yeah 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 <laughs> i could not dumb as hell close your glimpses that's all i remember it just like <sighs> ah just it, it hurts your teeth like to uh-huh. hear it. it's like it's just someone scraping your fucking teeth <laughs> who's like close your glimpses <laughs> Yeah, whatever, yeah. <laughs> whatever else their stupid fucking thing was. God, uh-huh. I hated that shit. The idea was yeah. there. The idea was there. It just yeah, it, exactly. Yeah, just didn't work. So, 
he's sure this general is sure that he's talking to like alliance spies and he's like are you gonna assassinate the politician that they mentioned earlier or i'm winston churchill you have an ancestral claims on the city and you know like what what is why are you bringing all this up you know what i'm saying like this seems like story that you were going to explore and then dropped it yeah, you know. absolutely. It's it's like we want world building in Trek. Like that's why Enterprise is supposed mm-hmm. to exist. But like, yeah. I don't care. I, I, I it, it, oh no, I, this this episode is so bad. I just don't give a shit. Yeah, I'm just like, yeah, that's that's their thing. I, uh-huh. <laughs> I just I want I want backstory. I want world building, but it just I don't think they did either. Not this for what it, not it doesn't this. it doesn't work. Yeah. It, you're just like uh, I don't I don't care. I don't, I don't care, care about your thing. <laughs> exactly. Oh, so Ahab says that they're visitors, not spies, and the general keeps asking questions, and they get punched around, and then this is when the six pack off prosthetic comes off of Ahab's head. Um, and, and they tear it off a Reed's head and then they're like, their blood, it's red. And they never actually say what color their blood is. Right. I, I wonder if that was in a draft where they were like, it's, uh, well, we can't do green. That's, uh, that's purple. Balkans, right? I don't know. Right? Yeah. It? Yeah. Yeah. And they kick it around and then they just go, oh, well, right. whatever. Just, just, just don't say it. Just don't say just, it. Just, just, just don't on. say yeah. what it is. Yeah. <laughs> so they call for the doctor. The Ted Bundy case remains one of the most fascinating true crime stories ever told. Now the encyclopedia of the Ted Bundy murders is on Audible, and downloading it supports this show. The Encyclopedia of the Ted Bundy Murders by Kevin Sullivan. Available now on Audible. Back of the ship, they had come up with this idea because they forgot that they have a transporter. Mm-hmm. Um, that they were going to fly down... And just, like, pick them up or something? I don't know. Whatever. They're like, we'll just go get them. And they're like, but the shuttle's down there. And they're like, oh, that's right. Mm -hmm. We have that Suliban ship that we and everyone else forgot about. Exactly, yeah. The Florida man's like, oh, I've been working on it my spare time. It's just like, oh. you know he has. Really? What? Uh It would have been really cool if after when they got that ship, it just stayed in there. When you saw oh, the shots yeah. of the, the, the launch bay and stuff, it was just off in the corner. How fucking That'd cool be great. would that have been? Yeah. What, what great continuity that would have been. But no, we just get like, no. oh, right. Oh, that's a thing. Okay. Yep. Yep. That we conveniently remembered right now. So <laughs> Tucker, Tucker's like, well, me, me and Travis, instead of any engineer, are going to get it working again. And mm-hmm. all right. Uh, I mean, I'm glad. Yeah, because it's tra- not like Travis they have a shit. team of engineers ready to help with something like that. <laughs> what are what are his engineers doing? They're just in orbit. There is nothing for them to do. You know, they're just <laughs> sitting around going, yeah, I guess there's. Something's happening, but we're not involved, so fuck it. Just a throwaway line about, like, uh, my team slammed with the plasma conduits. You want to yep. help me or something? Anything. It's. I mean, it's cool to see Travis do shit. Great. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. We, but we, it's, we it like strains it. credulity for that to be the only people that can work on things. Because <laughs> Travis isn't an engineer. Yeah. And he's got an entire engineering department. It's just... And he, he doesn't know how Suliban ships work. Dumb. Yeah. <laughs> None of this makes sense. All right, fuck it. Um, all right, cool. We're going to get Travis to mm-hmm. help with this mission-critical moment um, yeah. on a thing he's not qualified to do. That's mm-hmm. cool, man. 
It needs repair, but I'm willing to bet that you've brought one of those famed Starfleet engineers who can turn rocks into replicators. So they're working on that ship, on the little hexagon thing or whatever, whatever a yeah. 3D hexagon is. Yeah. Or octagon? I, I just call it the Sulapod. The su- oh my god, I, I love that so much. Okay, <laughs> so, the, so they're working on the Sulapod, and Trip like sticks his finger in the socket and, <laughs> and gets shocked, throws him back, and now his arm is invisible. It rules. The invisible hand of fate has brought us together. It's Florida Man, Florida Manning in. Come on, baby, lose a limb. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Oh, perfect. Perfect. So in Flock's bag, Dr. Flox is stumped. He's like, I can't do anything with this. Flora, you're just not going to have an arm for a while. And he just hands him a glove and tells him to put on a fresh uniform. I fucking love Flox. He's, uh, he's so entertained by the whole situation. He's like, whatever, you know. like It'll probably get better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I have so many masturbation questions, though. Um, (laughs) I have so many masturbation questions. In this video, I'm going to be talking about five ways to stop masturbating if that's a sin that you're stuck in. And number one, the first thing I would say is you have to come to grips. They go back to the computer model of the military compound and then the shitty set. And the general is playing with the laser, and it just makes things go boom. They're not, you know, it's not much of a scene. They're just like, oh, let me play with it, and it makes a bigger boom, you know. And they're still thinking it's the alliance. And so the Jad, uh, the general puts Chad number one in charge of the stuff. Jeez, what else could happen? The communicators, the scanners, the phasers, and tells him to use men he can trust. And I'm like, as opposed to what? You're... <laughs> some dingbat off the street like really anyway. i guess if you've got spies on the brain sure you know you're thinking yeah you're use already your in a paranoid society yeah yeah and so Raphael was like all right i'm gonna get donatello <laughs> and leonardo <laughs> the motherfucker michelangelo though i ain't telling him shit hey this is a 10 the tab's 13 you're two minutes late dude well ah, come on i couldn't find a place Wise man say, forgiveness is divine, but never pay full price for late pizza. Can't trust that guy. So this doctor, this bald doctor guy, comes over, comes into the room and hands him, like, these x-rays. And he's like, they're from a different species, you know. And then they're talking to Reed and Ahab, and they're like, it's not the work of a surgeon. Your blood is iron-based, which is toxic. Iron is toxic to this entire race. That's, That's wild. really, really hard to do. Like, how did they make metal? Yeah, I was I was really intrigued by that idea. It's like uh, having uh, such a basic sort of element mm-hmm. be toxic. I just yeah. kept thinking, like, I feel like that would just feed into a lot of other stuff. They had to have had some other kind of element that would substitute iron that they have abundant enough to have developed metals in their past because iron was essential called the iron age you know what I'm saying? like there was an entire age of humanity that needed iron to like develop i wasn't even thinking in terms of like material production i was right. thinking like does that mean that like the humans can't drink the water like it, not so much because we there's iron in our water that mm. needs to be there but it just it so changes the chemical 
yeah, that's what I'm saying too. That yeah, make us that make us who we are. That like, exactly. Can they eat the food? What? How, yeah. How, can they breathe the air? What? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, it changes their entire evolutionary and and uh, technological timeline it's so cool of this entire species you know that that they are you know allergic or iron is toxic to them so it's really an interesting you know kind of throwaway line but it's a really interesting concept this doctor is another one of the guys that i was talking about that i saw him and i was like oh Oh, that's um, yeah. um, um, and then IMDb, and he's been in ten trillion things. Trillion things, and yep. I've never seen any of them. <laughs> Whoever you are. So the doctor thinks they're aliens, um, and the do- the general's like, I totally doubted him until I saw this picture of the shuttle landing. <gasps> oh my god. This is totally this planet's Area Fifty One incident. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying, like. <laughs> How perfect would it have been if Archer was like, that's our weather balloon? (laughs) It's just a balloon. It's a kite. (laughs) But yeah, seriously, do Brandon and Braga have anything original in their heads? Any original thoughts at all? Ever? No, they really don't. Not really. His brain is gone. I mean, like, Gene was was like, what if she had, like, three boobs? And, (laughs) I mean, that's at least an original idea. Uh Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. It's not a good one. But it's original. (laughs) But Rick Berman wouldn't have thought of, like, more than two boobs. Would he, though? I mean, he's pretty obsessed with boobs. Maybe. I don't know. Gene came up with, like, more than two. What the fuck, man? <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. This is awful. Uh, it is. It's 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 terrible. It's a terrible episode. Um. So the general like gut punches Ahab, and Ahab's like, "Oh, you're delusional!" Ha 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 ha! And tries to like explain away everything. And then Reed belches out that they've been in genetically enhanced. Uh, we can heal 30% faster than you and shit like that. I'm like, what the f- shut the fuck up, dude. They're going to experiment on you, you know? Like, what do you think happened to E.T., motherfucker? I mean, my <laughs> well, God. Well, definitely when he says, oh, we're immune to your poisons right. and gases. What? It's like, they can test that test that shut the fuck up <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> that's exactly how was my thoughts i was like oh my god shut up uh, uh, i, I kind of wanted him to keep on going we have superpowers we can yeah. turn invisible <laughs> but only when you're not looking right, right. <laughs> oh my god yeah we can travel through time at the speed of regular time <laughs> But what kills me is that these dudes believe them. Ahab's like, oh, everything, we're, we and the devices are all prototypes. We, yeah, it's all prototypes. And they're like, okay. It's more plausible than the other explanation, which is you're aliens. I guess. Because that was what they were thinking, but they didn't want to actually believe these guys are fucking aliens. So it's like, right. no, here's another thing that's not as insane as that. And then you're like, <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, I was so, I was almost ready to believe aliens, so let's go with uh, <laughs> you know you're 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 a, genetically you're a super enhanced, soldier, yeah, a shitty Captain America or whatever. <laughs> oh God, Captain yeah. Alliance. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. 
back on the ship, the uh, Hoshi, you know, is listening into their communications and finds out that they're going to be hung, which is the best way to kill somebody if you want to look at their internal organs. You can't shoot them. <laughs> right. You know, I mean, just yeah. as a practical thought, you can't shoot them because, yeah. And then, and Florida Man and Milk Toast are working hard on the Sulapod, and Trips like checks under his rubber glove to see if he can, if grown back or whatever. And Milk Toast is like has the most innocent suggestions on why it would be handy, so to speak. And I'm all, all I'm, I'm just sitting there. What about masturbation? <laughs> That's a new level of uh, the stranger. Yeah, Travis being being like, "Hey, it'll come in handy on date night." And for a second, I just like my brain, I, like I don't, I don't know what he means. And then he goes into something wholesome, which but was yeah. like, stupid. But like, I still uh-huh. just kept, I just stayed there because I was like, "What did? What does he mean?" They think when they wrote that, uh-huh. that Trip was thinking that Travis meant. You know what I mean? Sorry, that, yeah. that sounds a little no, uh, no. I get it. What was the innuendo that Florida man <laughs> thought he was hearing? Exactly. That's why I have masturbation questions. <laughs> Come in handy on date night. Uh-huh. <laughs> Chicks dig it when they can't see your hand. <laughs> Hell yeah. Like, what fantasy is this? I don't know. What subreddit is that? Oh, God. I don't know. R slash phantom fuck i don't i don't uh-huh. know what this means r slash no. phantom finger fuck i don't <laughs> I, I, i'm not going to be able to sleep I, i'm mm-hmm. going to lay there at night and just sit there and think like what what were they what were they getting at for a second there but then the cleanup line the no no i'm wholesome is travis goes like in case you want to steal popcorn right exactly yeah yeah and then my thought is, like, if you have to steal popcorn from a date at a movie night, this is the last date. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, yes. What the fuck? Did you just take some of my popcorn? Holy yeah. shit, I, th- I thought we were hitting it off. I thought, I thought, just, <laughs> I'll, you know what, I'll, 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 I'll text you later. I'll text you later. Just yeah. Just sit in the back by yourself. Like, what? What date is this? Uh-huh. So they try to get the invisibility cloak to work, and it sort of does, but not really. And T'Pol comes in, and she's like, it's we, it's now or never. They're going to be executed. So they're they're going down there in the Sulapod, whether they're invisible or not. So it's, it's you know, a rush job. It's da-da-da time. So we go back to the planet, and Reed and Ahab are discussing escaping. And Ahab's like, oh, that was really creative coming up with an, uh, genetic enhancements like the Sulaban. And I'm like, no, it's not. That's not creative. <laughs> he just remembered the Sulaban and said that. Also, genetic super soldiers are a thing in their recent history. Yeah. The eugenics wars happened not that long ago. Not that before. long ago, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm sure they covered that in history class. Mm-hmm. There is something I love about this scene, though, mm-hmm. and uh, that's the lighting. Yes. The way that it's lit and shot, you have just a ton of natural, um, not pure natural, natural. R- but, sure, you know, but shadows fil- and light. Filtered yellow, mm-hmm. you know, how they how they do with the making mm-hmm. of the things. Uh, coming into this jail cell, mm-hmm. while they're in a space that is lit that way, they're like contemplating their impending doom. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like this purgatory space, mm. like this sort of in between time. We're gonna we're about to head towards the light. 
mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. thing. And I, th- I thought that was uh, really good. I, yeah. That was just a, a good choice there. Well, this is this this scene is what the episode is about. This is this is the thing that they could have done any other time, but this is the real reason for this episode. Like I said at the beginning of when we were talking, Ahab gets the prime directive. He doesn't call it the prime directive. Nobody's calling it the prime directive yet, but he gets why you shouldn't visit in person pre-warp species and that it really is a matter of life and death that you should not visit in person pre-warp species <laughs> so that's really the the crux of the episode ahab gets mentally and like ph- philosophically the reason for the prime directive only now at the end do you understand there's also a character growth thing for reed here because yes. remember yeah. in the shuttle pod one episode mm-hmm. where he was just like oh i'm gonna die i'm going to leave all my Oh, oh, it's awful. Stuff and he's, to, he's yeah. He's all pessimistic yeah. and everything. Well, yeah. he got rescued last time. So he says mm-hmm. this time, he's like, any minute now, they're going to come rescue us. They're gonna, it's going to be a jailbreak. Last time you was here, I did a jailbreak. You know, so. Right, right. I get it. It makes sense that that is, is his attitude instead of like, oh, oh, I have to face. Yeah. Oh, uh, leave letters for hot girls. Uh, you know, whatever. It, it, yeah. He's in a much better place than he was previously because mm-hmm. of the experiences that he had. So yeah. that's great. Yeah. This is, I'm like, oh, oh, oh my God. Oh my God. We're doing character development. Oh my God. This is amazing. Right. Right. In the middle of the shittiest episode of the season so far, <laughs> they actually have two incredibly, really important developments in character. Yeah. It's fucking weird. Is this the um, second time Archer has been in jail this season? <laughs> um, it's at least the second time, right? Because I can't remember. Well, yeah, he was in jail at the Dean Stockwell's jail, right? The, right with the, with the other yeah Sulabon. with milk toast. Yeah, uh huh, uh huh. Yep, yep. Second time, <laughs> he should be getting used to it by now. So here comes uh, Reed's rescue. Um, the Sulapod with T'Pol, milk toast, and Trip are flying down while Reed and Ahab are led to the gallows. Um, the, during the trip down, the cloaking device fails, and then they, while they're trying to get it back on, these alien aircraft are like shooting at them, having this little dogfight. Back to the death, death march, back to the dogfight, back to the death march, and they finally get the cloaking device back working. And Ahab like tries to persuade the general, like he rushes up to the general to try to get him to not kill Reed. Which is an interesting moment. What do you think the last thing Reed thinks about before he's like, all right, I'm about to die? <laughs> um, I kept thinking, oh my God, I was so boring. I, I didn't do jack shit, really. Uh, he would be thinking more about like what tactically this does. Because he does ask, like, what are they going to do once we're gone? Ahab's like, well, T'Pol will make sure that... Um, our remains and the technology gets taken back. So he's, I think he's more, would be more thinking about that kind of stuff. I don't know. Maybe she'll use the transporter. Oh my God, we could have used a transporter. Holy <laughs> shit, dude. Why didn't we think that of that, been bro? So good. <laughs> How amazing would that have been? Oh my God. <laughs> 
Holy shit. Did you think of that? And then, like, we could have just used like, the transporter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, we could have got myself a... Ba- oh, right. Well, two stories. Well, so. all they have to do, basically, with all of the equipment, and, and this is something they probably would do later, you know, after learning, you know, not to leave their communicators sitting around, but they would put something like a little tracking device or something like that in all of that kind of equipment and be able to use that tracking device to just beam it up. I mean, if nothing else, you can locate the communicators and then pop them yeah. back up. I, I feel yeah. like that's because they did that. They called it and then they were like, OK, it's right here. Just right. beam it the fuck up. I don't know. Just it, beam it the fuck up. Uh, you know, anyway. They straight up forgot. They just forgot. Like, Or, no, I think I think it was a very, a very specific choice that Brandon and Braga were doing. They're like, no, we can't use the transporter. But yet, that barricades their storytelling and makes it really stupid. They fucked up. They just shouldn't have had a transporter at all, period. Uh-huh. Just don't have uh-huh. it. If you don't have that's fine. Like you can you, you right. can just not have the transporter. Exactly. And they have to work around that or the, or they don't know uh-huh. that they're working around it because it never occurred to them that such a device could right. exist. Right, right. You, <laughs> exactly. You yeah. can do that. The Orville <laughs> does that. They have no transporter, the Expanse, whatever. Yeah. whatever. And n- yeah. No one else has a transporter. Like it's just right. a TOS and beyond chronologically thing. There was no uh-huh. need to introduce uh-huh. a transporter to Enterprise at all, and it really fucks things up. Because they used it that one time in the first, uh, you know, the premiere episode, you're constantly sitting there going, why don't you just use the transporter? Yep. And that's that makes, that's bad storytelling. That's bad writing. Yep, they fucked so anyway, it up. So anyway, Creating this show isn't easy or cheap, so please sign up at patreon.com slash Star Trek stuff. You can leave a quick five-star review on iTunes. Send the show link to a Trekkie you know today. Thank you for all your support. They end up on the gallows with the ropes around their necks, and that's when the the Sulapod sets down, opens up, and T'Pol and Trip start firing. And I'm not going to go through the whole fucking entire gun battle. It's it's really obvious what happens. Yeah, the, there is a fun effect though that. The cloaking device is on. It lands, so they're just like, "Huh, where's all this wind or whatever coming yeah. from?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's Travis's hand. Somebody's hand uh-huh. just sticks out of midair, comes out of nowhere, and just starts firing. That's <laughs> fucking cool. Firing. That is fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was really fun. I love that. Yeah. I was like, they should have just uh, all three just stuck out and just like laid waste pew, pew, pew. to these pieces yeah. of shit. Just pull a predator. <laughs> Goddamn sexual Tyrannosaurus. <laughs> While they're being shot at, Reed is like, hey, Captain, the stuff, remember? Like, the whole reason we came down here? And Ahab's like, oh, yeah, all right, you go on, you know, cover me or whatever. So guns, guns, guns. He goes to the room where, miraculously, all of the items that they need to have are all together sitting on one table. So he... <laughs> not locked. <laughs> it's amazing. Nothing. Not locked <laughs> Just... up. Nothing. Not guarded. They're just all sitting there. Yeah, <laughs> they even. are guarded. No, they are guarded. There's two dudes in the, in, you know, I mean, uh, Raphael and, and Michelangelo or whatever are in there. Uh, um, God, I, so I he forgot. shoots them. Yeah. But yeah, but still, like, not locked in a container or anything. Yeah. <laughs> and all their medical records with x-rays and everything, neato. Very convenient. Picks that all up, runs out, bang, bang, battle. And during this whole thing, all of the soldiers, except for the general get zapped yeah <laughs> every single one of them maybe so their weapons technology is so shitty 
maybe that's just like a technology that they haven't mastered. Yeah. Like in this war against the Alliance, everyone has the yeah. shittiest guns. And so hardly anybody's <laughs> dying. This war as a casualty of like 12. They're all Empire stormtroopers. Wildly inaccurate guns with like bullets mm-hmm. that just kind of fall apart in midair half the time. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. So they're all climbing into the Sulapod, which is, you know, cloaked. So they're all like climbing into what looks like just a hole in the middle of, you know, no nothing. And um, the general is watching them. But not watching them because it's an invisible pod. But as as it's like floating up and taking off, there's like a soldier that's like behind and to the right of him that's like sort of waking up. And I'm really tempted to believe that it the actor fucked up and was about to like like thought that cut had already been called. <laughs> I would love that to be true. I, I have a picky thing about this scene, is and it's that Travis landed and kept the door mm-hmm. facing the bad guys. It's like if you turn it around yeah. the other way, you've got yeah. cover and it's invisible. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Everyone's just sort of like yeah. climbing into the sulapod while bullets uh-huh. are flying at them, and uh-huh. they're just they're not getting <laughs> yeah, hit like because directly shooting at them. Yeah. Like bang, bang. <laughs> bang, bang. Like what? Uh-huh. It's like okay. turn, turn the thing around so everyone can. Uh-huh. It, it made me laugh that it didn't occur yeah, to him totally. to provide any cover whatsoever. For <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but so and and on the sulapod. Milktoast is like, we'll take you back to the shuttle pod. And I'm like, y'all could have gotten that earlier. Like, when you came up the re- with the rescue plan, send another couple dudes down to go get the, the fucking shuttle pod and take it back up. That was a totally unnecessary risk to take. Oh, my God, you're right. There could have been a huge platoon of soldiers around that fucking shuttle pod by this point. Actually, that seems like Travis's mission. <laughs> I mean, I guess Trip probably knows how to fly the Sulaban thing. No, wait. Yeah. Archer knows how to fly the Sulaban thing. All three of them do. You know, whatever. I hate this episode. I'm trying to remember who flew the Sulaban, the Sulapod previously, but I don't know. I don't care. Both Ahab has and, um, and Trip has. Because Trip was flying it with the Klingon, remember? Yes. Yeah. Right. So, like, any of them could have flown that. But instead, they make a totally separate trip outside the city, land, get into the shuttle pod, and fly off. (laughs) Awesome. Space Force. Yeah, yeah. I hate this episode. So, (laughs) I do do love that they almost forgot all that shit. I, I, right. I kind of wish they'd have got like floated up some and then go, oh, wait, 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 oh, we forgot all the shit. I wish they'd lowered it back shit. down, had to get back out. <laughs> that would have, actually, I would have gone from like kind of hating this episode to kind of liking it if they'd have almost <laughs> forgot that shit again. That would have been the shit. <sighs> Everything, all the things. We forgot <laughs> the things. Yeah. That would Ugh. be awesome. Yeah. Oh, fuck it. So, denouement we're in the captain's office T'Pol comes in she's like there's this really cool blue giant star up ahead no inhabited planets and Ahab's like yes let's go there I just want to be left alone and he talks with T'Pol about contaminating a culture and thanks her for you know rescuing them um, and he's like we could have done a lot of damage if we had left all that stuff there and she's like we did do damage moron <laughs> I really wish her next line was we literally shot them yeah. with phasers. Yeah. We shot like 10 people. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> we did damage. Of course you did damage. <laughs> Dumb fuck. These guys think that the Alliance is way more advanced than they are in reality. So that's going to fuck up the, you know, whatever war they're supposed to have. You know, and she's like, you don't have to leave tech behind to contaminate a culture. Dumbass. And then she's like, I wouldn't have expected that you were willing to die. I was like, ha, 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 ha. she thinks you're a piece of shit. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. Honestly, I, I I wouldn't have. I'd have been like, no, fuck these people. And I'd be like, yo, I'm, a, I'm an alien. I'm going to prove it. Uh, here. Here's the ship. Wow. I, I'm not dying for you. Asshole. Fuck you. Oh, but then last last thing is down, in, which is the dumb fucking dumbest thing. Um, in Flox Bay, Flox is checking on Florida Man's hand. And it's all come back, but like a perfect circle. And is the middle of his hand that's kind of invisible. And I'm like, I'm... I think he's, you know, and he's like, me, me, me. You know, he's doing that standard Florida man thing where he's like, everything sucks. I'm cool. This could have been way more fun. It could have come back with just bones or like just bones and muscle. Or like in patches where there's just patches of his hand like and, and arm missing. Or it could have like started where it's just his fingertips. His fingertips are there, but nothing else. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, this could have been so much worse. And it could have been so much cooler, too, but whatever. Or he just has, like, just his fingers or something. Or there's just, like, a gigantic <laughs> hole, like, through his arm. I don't know, whatever. But it's just, like, some tiny dot. And he's yeah. just like, eh. It's like, Meh. dude. Shut you, up. You, you thought you were going to, like, have an invisible hand forever for a minute. Yeah. Then, didn't you? Yeah. And, Just and shut the fuck it's, up. It's clearly growing back. You're fuck, fucking hell. You're fine, man. <laughs> He's just a bitch. He really is. He's a bitch. <sighs> Good thing anyway. he's good looking. <laughs> That's his only redeeming quality as far as I can tell. Um, yeah. So, um, did it trek? Uh, I hated it. Um Mm, I hated but, this episode. But yeah, I'm gonna say yeah. Um, it uh, it it felt like a like a TOS episode, pretty much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Held back by some performance and writing stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And a couple of scenes that dragged where they over-explained. Yeah. I've been watching TOS here and there, and it's like mm-hmm. there's a lot of episodes that drag a bit, mm-hmm, but they don't mm-hmm. really seem to do the thing where it's like. Okay, this is going to happen, and then a scene later they explain this is the thing that is happening. Right, right. Like when the general is like, "Okay, we're going to execute them tomorrow mm-hmm. morning," and then there's mm-hmm. another scene after that where Hoshi is telling everyone, "Okay, they're going to execute them tomorrow them. morning." Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, we, we know mm-hmm. what would have worked better is just like Hoshi's like, "Okay, I'm intercepting a thingy." And she just like looks at Tapal like, oh mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. And then the next yeah. scene is like Tapal walking into the um, shuttle bay, just going mm-hmm. like, they're gonna kill him tomorrow. It's like, yeah, because now we've said this three times. Exactly. And even TOS yeah. didn't do that shit. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I, but but um, the setup for it is similar to multiple TOS episodes. Yeah, and it did go into the. Prime Directive discussion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It did lead yeah. into that. The only reason for this episode is that point. That's it. 
Nothing else matters about this episode. Everything else about this episode could be thrown away into the garbage because that's where it belongs. If they, you know what I mean? Like they could have written so much better of an episode if they had just focused in on that one reason for the episode and built around that instead of here's a plot let's patch in this thing that we need to say yeah definitely i mean they did just ugh, it's a terrible episode and there's always a world war ii episode and it's constant allusion to that there's yeah. constant allusions to world war ii in so many trex things and i get it like it was very understandable in tos but once you got into you know the other the later you know the quote-unquote golden era of star trek there's just stop it (laughs) (laughs) you know like we get it the voyager one was pretty (sighs) good though that was pretty good oh yeah yeah that one's that was really cool you had like i love that set where they were at oh yeah Okay, I was I was kind of feeling that one. That one, yeah. that one was pretty good. Seven that of one was different singing. though. That was that was them living in that time. It wasn't an allusion to that time. It wasn't a metaphor of that. It was yeah. them actually living in it, which is something different. Like TOS had that one where they had to dress up as Nazis. I remember the right. scene with that. But but like I said, that makes perfect sense because those men were probably like Scotty was in World War Two. Oh yeah. You know, the guy that James Doohan was, you know, literally on the beach in Deet in Normandy, you know. Mm-hmm. So, like, oh, yeah. the people that were watching that show, the people that were involved in the show, you know, as it happened, were, that was a very real and, like, recent thing for them. So it made perfect sense that they would allude to it. But, you know, like I said, it's just like, get over it, man. <laughs> Gene Roddenberry was a World War II veteran himself, too. Yeah. So it does track. Oh, Yes. If you're an audiobook listener, you can support the show by downloading The Holocaust Saviors by Ryan Jenkins on Audible. Hear inspiring stories of heroism during Europe's darkest hour. That's The Holocaust Saviors by Ryan Jenkins on Audible. Band name. Black Jeans. Nice. Yeah. I'm thinking black jeans. Maybe an acoustic goth band. Because musicians wear black jeans all the time on stage, I'm thinking that it's something more tongue-in-cheek. Ah, yeah. Uh, Almost an ironic name or something, but more, Mm -hmm. I I don't know. Tongue-in-cheek isn't really a phrase people use anymore. They just say ironic for everything. They just say ironic for tongue-in-cheek and sarcastic. Which is not correctly used. And also actually ironic things. Yeah, yeah. They just, they just use ironic now. It means like all, all those three different things. Mm-hmm. Did you come up with a band name for this episode? Rescue Plan. Okay, Rescue they Plan. Didn't, they didn't even say it specifically in the episode. They didn't say the words Rescue Plan, but I was like, Rescue Plan. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I could see that being any kind of band, honestly. Uh, my non-Trek recommendation is on Peacock, and it's free for once (laughs) finally one of my recommendations is actually something free uh it's called vigil it's a british murder mystery that takes place both on land and in a submarine so like two you have two main characters one who's investigating the murder while she's on land like she's investigating all the things that happened there and then the other person is where the actual murder took place which was on a submarine so it's it's really interesting. It was very very well done. Lots of lots of good suspense. Um, very hunt for Red October kind of thing. It was good. 
Very cool. I've got Peacock. I should check mm-hmm. that out. Mm-hmm. I know I did a video game last episode, mm-hmm. but I'm going to do another one. That's um, fine. Spider-Man Miles Morales okay. is a game that is super fun. It's basically uh, like a 1.5 of the Spider-Man game that was before it. But what they did is really cool. You play as the young Miles Morales, who is Peter Parker's, like, protege. And Mm -hmm. Peter Parker is out of town, so he's kind of left, like, training stuff for you to do around. And then it's got Mm -hmm. its whole, its own story, which is really good. Cool. And it's kind of him coming into his own, uh, on his own, as his own Spider-Man. Nice. It was really good. Like, they updated the music. They updated the uh, the interface a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it's really fun playing as, like, this young Spider-Man because whereas Spider-Man can swing around the city and super confidently and all this mm-hmm. like that because mm-hmm. he knows what he's doing, this one, he kind of flails in the air a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, he's like, ugh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Kinda, it's just fun. Just little, yeah. little things like that make it fun to play. And, and totally. It's been out for a little while, so I think you mm. can find it for cheap and stuff. So Good. Spider-Man That's always nice. Miles Morales. Uh, cool. It's a really fun video game. So that cool. will be my non-Trek recommendation. Excellent. Well, good news is that the next episode is absolutely one of my favorite episodes, and I think it's really cool. Sick. Awesome. Yeah. The shittiness of this episode kind of like, <laughs> you know, is kind of washed away by the next episode. <laughs> Good. And and yeah. we, we, we kind of dragged ass on uh, release uh, between yes. the last episode and this one. Look, it was yeah. the holidays. Yeah. A lot of your favorite podcasts uh, took off, you know, for mm-hmm. at least that long. Uh, we're going to try and get the next one out a little bit faster because yeah. uh, we know you guys had to wait. And uh, especially for our patrons, like, we're sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, um, couldn't couldn't get this out faster, but there was travel, there was sickness, there was yeah. uh, just e- everything. Life happened, and I'm sure everybody listening totally understands that. So, music by Maximum Busy Muscle. Check out maximumbusymuscle.bandcamp.com. Make sure mm. if you're still on the Facebox, make sure you mm-hmm. join our Facebox group, Star Trek Stuff. We are on Instagram. It's Star Trek Stuff Podcast. If you want to make a donation paypal.me slash star trek stuff amazing throw us some money if you make a donation you can write in a little thing whatever about a charity or Mm -hmm. something that you want to amplify some kind of message that's important Mm -hmm. to you that you want to get out so paypal.me slash star trek stuff some side hustle that you're doing anything like that we'll be happy to boost it i'm stoked i'm going to check out this next episode like tomorrow it's going to be rad cool all right yay yay All right. All right. (laughs) Live long and prosper. Peace and long life. Me too. Okay. Yeah, it was just it was just just the two kids like, get out of my bed! I want to be here. No, you're sleeping. I want to pester you. You know. (laughs) So. This is why I have one cat. Who one dog? <laughs> I feel like a Doctor Who Star Trek crossover could work. Oh yeah, like, there's plenty of them in comic books. Okay, cool. Yeah, I feel like especially yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, TOS would be fun. Oh yeah. No, fuck it, man. TAS like animate the Doctor <laughs> where it's like David Tennant and bring David Tennant into um yeah, but animate the it voice. in the exact same style as TAS.
<laughs> but bringing D- David Tennant to do the voice, oh, that'd be oh yeah, that'd be perfect. Oh, that'd be so yeah. much fun. I'm gonna have to throw in a phantom dro- a drop of Phantom Limb from Venture Brothers. We already brought oh, up yes. Venture Brothers once. Perfect. I perfect. love that guy. Shopkeep. Yeah. We'd like to expect. <laughs> I love. That. I can't do his voice. He's fantastic. <laughs> no, he's he's, he's fantastic though. Uh, what a, so what a great villain. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. This episode sucks.